0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Please be seated. I knew a man many years ago who was diagnosed with major depression and put on antidepressants, and the doctors uh, increased his doses and increased his doses. When it came time for Lent, he became very angry The mention of um, any of the uh, regular things that we do during the Lenten season, he became very upset. And after talking with him, I realized that he wasn't suffering from depression, he was suffering from grief. He had lost his business, he had lost his home, he had lost his wife, and he had never gone through any real process of grief. It used to be that we didn't even have to think about doing that. As a society, we had a way for grief. We had a set time for grief. We had set clothes to wear for grief. We knew when a person was grieving. We knew how long they were going to grieve. We knew what it was that they were going to do to grieve. We expected upset and sorrow. We participated with them in that. It wasn't happing them up. It wasn't patting them on the back. It wasn't telling them it's going to be okay. We weren't shocked when they cried. We cried with them. Now when people cry and they get upset and they express their grief, we get upset and think, oh, we need to stop it. We need to medicate it. We need to fix it, right? We don't allow people to go through that process. And because of that, many of us experience grief for not only days and weeks or months or an extended period, but we can grieve for years. We don't know when the end will be because we don't know how to do it. We've forgotten how to do it, just like we've forgotten how to keep a holy Lent. There was a time when all of Christendom kept a holy Lent. And then there was an age when uh, Lent was um, put on the back burner and put aside and removed. There are many churches that don't practice Lent, but then you'll see them occasionally during the summer or the fall sometime come up with 40 days of fasting or 40 days of prayer, and you wonder where that came from. It's Lent popping up where you least expect it, like a weed in the yard. You can't help but to celebrate those 40 days and to remember them and to fast and to pray. Jesus doesn't say if you fast in the gospel. He says when you fast, right? But if we do that, if we do this Lent business on top of grief and sorrow that we haven't addressed, we're gonna feel like a three-year-old child who had their toy taken away by their dad. Because all of us have a three-year-old inside of us, right? That three-year-old never goes away, right? That three-year-old just gets covered up by a four-year-old. who gets covered up by a 12-year-old. who gets covered up by a 20-year-old. That three-year-old's still there. And when something's taken away, a loved one or a hope or a dream or an ambition or something that we really thought was going to make us happy and make us who we thought we were going to be, and that thing has died and gone away, we're like that three-year-old stomping our feet and saying, but I want it. And then if Lent comes along on top of that and we get uh, a cookie taken away or we get some dessert or something that we've been using to make ourselves feel good, it just feels like insult upon injury, like a dad who doesn't know how to share good things. So let's look at what we're going to do during Lent. We read it together, so you can turn with me to page 544. The top of page 544, we are observing a Holy Lent. And what we're doing is we're doing self-examination and repentance. So what does that mean? What is self-examination and repentance? It means I examine myself. I look at what time I wake up, how I wake up, what I have for breakfast, what I do for the first thing how it is that I think about the people around me, how it is that I talk to my coworkers, how it is I talk to my family. And I examine that and I figure out, is that my way or is that God's way? And repentance is saying, I'm going to do it God's way. I've been doing it my way. I've been doing it a small, petty way, a mean way. I'm going to do it a big way, a generous way, a bold way, a (laughs) loving way. That's God's way. So I look at the way I'm doing it and then I change it to do it the way God would have me do it. What's going to help me do that? What's going to help me in self-examination and repentance? I'm going to pray because I can't do any of this by myself because I'm too weak. I'm too small. That three-year-old inside of me doesn't want any of this business. I just want to stomp my feet, right? So I've got to pray. I've got to ask the Holy Spirit to help me. I've got to turn to the Lord. So I've got to have a regular discipline of prayer. So when am I going to pray? That's why we've got these little purple sheets, so we can think about it and we can talk to our family and friends, our spouses, our neighbors, our loved ones, our whoever we have. And we're going to say, okay, prayer discipline. All right, I'm already doing the morning, maybe I'll add the evening. I'm already doing noontime, maybe I'll add the morning. So I'm going to think about and make a plan. I'm going to write it down. Yes, I'm going to fast. The point of fasting isn't taking away good things to make us mad, it's to... Be aware of temptation. So I normally turn to that cookie. (coughs) I'm tempted to have it. And I am reminded that man does not live by bread alone, but by the word of God. And so when I am tempted to have that thing, I'm reminded that it's God who sustains me. It's not that the Lord isn't giving me a good thing. It's that sometimes I've been looking past the Lord and I've been looking to other things. It doesn't have to be just food. In our fasting list that we have here, we're going to write it down. We can think about snacks, liquor, meats, cheeses. I think that there's a really important aspect for us in our culture today to think about the radio that we listen to, the television that we watch, the movies that we watch, the games that we play. We put things in our ears to drown out our thoughts and to drown out the Holy Spirit. Let's take them out for a minute and see if the Lord's whispering in that low voice that we heard about on Sunday. So we're going to cut out a couple of things so that we can make room for the Lord. Not to be mean to us, but to make just a little bit of room, a little bit of a reminder, right? We're going to write it down. Alms giving. This, again, shouldn't be seat of our pants. We have budgets, right? We know how much money we have. So there's a little bit of money that I've been spending on some of these Uh, things on some of these movies or sweets or snacks I'm going to take a little bit of that money and I'm going to put it towards somebody else and I'd recommend not just doing it randomly on the street but giving to Anglican Relief and Development or giving to the Salvation Army or giving to some uh, notable reputable organization that's going to uh, lead people um, out of destitution and uh, despair and into the gospel life. So I'm going to take a little bit of that money I was spending on myself, and I'm going to give it to those that are in need. And then I'm going to read and meditate on God's holy word. And again, I'm going to write that down. We've got a wonderful thing this year in the church. We've got the app with the audio Bible. You can turn it on and you can listen to it, be read to you. Morning and evening prayer is on that app as well. So you can listen to that being read to you. If you're not somebody that's really comfortable with books and opening and turning pages and all that, you can push play and you can listen to God's word being read to you and you can write that down. We have a good God, a father who loves us and he knows our hardship and he knows our sorrow and our grief and we need to give it to him. And there shouldn't be anything this Lent that adds to any of that. But we are waiting upon a good and loving Father who will comfort us with his presence. And anything that we take away these 40 days will be taken away so that we have the room, so that we have the heart and the mind to listen to his voice because he loves you and he has good things in store for you. May we meet our loving Father these 40 days.